Hello everyone, and welcome to another episode of Tales from the Pod Crypt. I'm your Pod Creeper. Pod Crypt Keeper. Wait. I like Pod Creeper. Cod, cod Creeper. I am stumbling over my words because I, I have recorded a couple episodes the past few days, and I'm joined here with Gary Carper again for Season 2, Episode 4, Till Death. So since we last uh, spoke, have you seen Terminator 2 yet? No, because we were literally recording this right after doing the switch. So way to way to you know tell the audience. I that. should tell them that we tape these episodes just so we have like a big chunk and we release them. You know um, what though? But they don't know that until you just told them that, man. Yeah, but I don't want to seem like I didn't watch Terminator Two if you watched episode two, season two. Um, Terminator Two. Because I'd be lying. I can't. Which, should, which you should have already watched or listened to slash watched by the time this yes. airs. And before we jump to this episode, thank you for Joan Gentonin for the music. As always, awesome with the music. Check her Bandcamp out and also follow us on Instagram, Tales from the Pod Crypt. But anyway, we're going to jump to this episode. It's Till Death. Uh, it's an episode that I always kind of skip whenever I do my rewatches of Tales from the Crypt. I skip it. I don't know why. I think it's because. There's a lot of great episodes in season two that you're just kind of like, I don't know much about this episode. I've watched it twice, maybe, or skip it. Or I gotta go to Three's, three's a Crowd or something like that. I go there. Um, so this is based on the ep- issue, Vault of Horror, number 28, and it came out April 24th, 1990. So a couple of days after the, the three-episode marathon extravaganza they did, three days later. Um, yeah. You were 12 days old, weren't you? <clears throat> yes. No. Yes, I was 12 days old, yes. I was five years in, like... This is going to be a running This is gonna be a running theme, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, the screenplay is by Jerry Barchillon, or Barkillon. Um, they were a writer for a few things, such as, like, they, were not, they wrote an episode of Facts of Life, then something called The New Gidget, or Gadget. Yeah, Gadget. I think I spelled that wrong, I don't know. Anyway, but she's mostly known for Street Fighter. She was an associate producer, and apparently she acted as Blanca's date. I don't remember Street Fighter. I don't remember Blanca having a date, but that's her. That's Jerry The Bar- movie or the show? The movie. The Jean-Claude Van Damme movie. I'm trying, I'm trying to movie. remember when Blanca might have had a date. <clears throat> yeah, I don't remember this. It was probably cut scene. Yeah, maybe. Um, but... The director, on the other hand, he's been in a he's been in a few things. Uh, what was his name? Um, Chris Wallace or Wallace or Walla. It could, it could be Wales, and like the second A is silent. Yes, um, it could be that too. Um. Anyways, I'll take over for this because yes. this is a uh, well. His directing credits are few and far between. He's directed really two things, like you know this episode of Tales from the Crypt. And he also directed, his feature directorial debut was Fly 2. <laughs> yes. With, oh, who is that? That's. I've never seen Fly 2. I don't know. Um, oh, Christ. What the hell is his name? I'm looking it up. I'm looking it up. I'm, a, I'm probably going to think about it at the same time you do. I think it was the kid that was supposed to be originally in Back to the Future. Eric Stoltz? Yeah, I think it was. Eric Stoltz, yeah, he was supposed to be yeah. in. Yeah, I, I think it was Eric Stoltz. Yeah, okay, yes, yes, yes. It's Eric Stoltz. I'm yeah, so, right yeah, it was, um, yeah, so that was the first thing he ever directed. And then he directed, like, two behind the scenes features, uh, Gremlins, and I can't remember what the other one was. But, anyways, 
he's mostly known for special effects. And so he did special effects of everything from Piranha, Up from the Depths, Humanoids from the Deep. He does a lot of, apparently, uh, you know, water special effects in monster movies. Uh, Gremlins, he created the Gremlins. So, yes. like, the puppets and all that, he's the one that came up with those designs. Enemy Mine, The Fly, and The Fly 2, House 2, Arachnophobia. He did special effects for the animals in Hot Shots. He did Naked Lunch, you know, that movie with um, Peter Weller. Peter Weller, directed by Cronenberg. Um, it's on yep. Criterion Connection, you check that out. Yeah. Fucking weird movie. He did a lot of the special effects for Virtuosity, Deep Star 6, Raiders of the Lost Ark, and Scanners. He also did special effects for Star Wars... Um, Return of the Jedi. Return of the Jedi. And he only did one episode of Tales from the Crypt. An episode that we had previously done. Yeah. Just uh, finished moments ago. Oh, what was that episode called? The Switch. Oh, yes, The Switch. And ironically, there's not much effects in The Switch. Exactly. There's very <laughs> few special effects in The Switch. But this episode has effects. Oh, this episode does have effects. And he didn't do special effects for it. It's really shocking that, you know, he, like, fact is, like, the fly special effects alone is legendary. Yeah. But he also invented the gremlins. Yeah, he he invented the gremlins, and he did the special effects for fucking scanners. Like, the... The The head explosion. The head explosion. The vein popping of Michael Ironside, which makes it on the cover, which, you know, spoiler alert, considering that Michael Ironside is, like, the lead villain... Of scanners. In, mo- in most movies. That's true. But, <laughs> but and, you know, the special effects of Enemy Mine, if you think about it, created the humanoids from the deep. I mean, a Dragon lot of Slayer. Stuff. I know. I mean, so much stuff. Fucking legend. And he's a dire- That's why it's like, he didn't direct much, but. When he did, he is just like, he's like, he directed The Fly too, but he also created The Fly. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just like, yeah, it's like. Well. The Cronenberg fly. We created the Cronenberg fly, and not, then not the Vincent Price fly. Oh, de- well, I think he was like fifteen when that movie came out. So. <laughs> he's still doing stuff too. Yeah, yeah, he's still he's still you know coming up with stuff. Good for him. And now we're done with the behind the scenes people. We gotta go to the cast. This is a one man show, and there's other people that we'll get into while we discuss the episode. Uh, but it's D W Moffat plays Logan Andrews. My mom would know him from Chicago Med. He's also supposed to be a TV actor. He did like Crossing Jordan and Half, you know, Happily Divorced. You know that show. That's always like he did eighty-five episodes of For Your Love. Yes, he did one hundred four episodes of Switched at Birth. <laughs> uh, the only thing I really recognized him from uh, was Falling Down. Joel Schumacher. One. Yeah, and Twisted with Samuel Jackson and Angelina Jolie. He's also in Traffic. Yeah. By uh, Soderbergh, which I don't think I've ever seen a Soderbergh film. I don't think so. I don't know. I don't know his films that well. It, it, it wasn't. It wasn't released by Criterion. He didn't see it. But I've seen Falling Down. I've seen most of Joel Schumacher's films. I realize, <laughs> and I like most of them. Batman Forever rules, guys. I do want to see the Schumacher cut of of, of that because apparently it's like you know there's a giant bat in there. Like it's fucking awesome. Apparently it's really like more kill, more Two Face oriented. I'm down for that. Anyway, let's go to the opening segment here. There's an opening segment? Yes. It's just the crew people kind of just chilling. Chillax and sunglasses, chilling. Ah, welcome to my cozy crypt. Have I got a story for you 
A tacky, tropical tale of love and lust, greed and ghouls, and my personal favorite, death. But I'm warning you, it's not a pretty picture. So pack up your passport and prepare for this torrid tale of putrefaction in paradise. I'm sure you'll find it appealing. That's it. So we start in like a very South African jungle with some sort of, I guess, voodoo rituals going on. Uh, there's dancing skulls and snakes. You know. The skulls were dancing? No. There's dancing, comma, skulls. And snakes, and we see a headshot picture of our main <laughs> character, Logan Andrews. It's like a very like forties headshot. Um, That's how all headshots should be. Yeah, they should be very forties esque. And chicken blood is splattered on and thrown into the fire. What a start to this episode! You know, I always like. I feel like when, <clears throat> I feel like when you make a romantic comedy, that's how you should start it. I will say, usually voodoo like. Like black magic, South African kind of stuff, really creeps me out. Usually, I'm not talking about the Cannibal Holocaust; it's trash to me. But like you know, like stuff like Serpent in the Rainbow really messes me up because I think voodoo is real, it's real shit. Well, it is real. <clears throat> I know. I'm just saying, like, I'm just, you know, voodoo is a real thing. I know. I'm just saying, like, other things I'm not really that not really that bothered by, but voodoo is always like, oosh. You know, so this, these these episodes are like, oh man, oh man. That's the real reason why you skip over it. You're like, I don't want to mess. Possibly, that's, that's the reason why you don't want to mess. I mostly forget this episode exists, and I watch it. Like, oh yeah, that's this episode. Um, so we're introduced to Logan Andrews. He's very, it's very stark, cold shot. Like it's like movement all over, and then we just cut to like a real still shot of him like making a drink. <clears throat> Weird transition there. Uh, then we're joined by his partner Freddie, and Freddie, Fred. Is played by Aubrey Morris. He started acting in 1948. Uh, he's in a ton of things, but he's most I know him from like he was Mr. Deltoid in Clockwork Orange. You know, like the cops like sit with me, Malcolm. Not Malcolm, Alex. Sit with me, Alex. And he sits on the bed with Alex in the, his underwear. It's really weird. Um, uh, that, that's like the least weird thing about <clears throat> yes. that movie. Uh, the Wicker <laughs> Man and Life Force are two big movies he's done. Uh, he is for episodes for us. He was he was in Deadwood. Uh, he was in It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. He was in the Psycho Pete episode. Oh yeah, he yeah. was. He was the um, he was. Oh, what was he? He was the the old the old doctor in the home. Yeah, wasn't he? yeah. And sadly, I mean, it's not like sadly he passed away at the whopping age of eighty nine, two thousand fifteen. It's sad he died, but like he lived a full life, so it's not a tragedy. You know what I mean? You know, he lived a really big life. And uh, basically, they're real estate people, and they're like, we want to build in this South African area. It's the classic tale of, like, we're going to build in this land. We shouldn't. There's no Indian burial ground or Native American burial ground, so it's it's not the classic tale, American folklore tale. But, you know. Anyway, so he sees it, he locks eyes on Margaret Richardson at the bar. She is played by Pamela Glenn. Who is known for pretty much, like, I think... Her credits were like nine credits? Yeah, she didn't have much. She's one, one of them being a TV movie of a play that she wrote. And after 2002 is when her TV and film career stopped. And she's pretty much only done that play since. Yeah. And, um, yeah, Logan is like, 
I'm going to introduce myself. And Freddy's like, keep it in your pants, man. She's keep a real it. bitch. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> and then he's like, welcome to our island paradise. And she's like, huh, I don't think it's paradise. And he's like, oh, you bitch. Goes back to Freddy and going like, you didn't tell me she was a biatch. Yeah. And then, and then, it's, then all of a sudden a servant or worker, I'm not sure. Uh, I'm guessing it's the 40s. So probably servant, sadly. Um, runs in and tells Logan there's been an accident. And it's quicksand! That that old trope. That old trope. That, you know what? I don't see much quicksand anymore in film. You know what? Anymore. Why? Because the Mistbusters proved that it wasn't really that quick. Well, we need more quicksand, guys. Bring back the quicksand. Well, Maybe just... in Dune they'll do it. Yeah, it'd just be fast sand. Yeah. Yeah. Do... They'll just be fast sand. Fast, fast mud. <laughs> fast mud. <clears throat> oh no, it's fast mud! Watch out! And they're um, like, what do you mean? It's just mud. It's just like traveling at thirty miles an hour. Yeah, it's basically <laughs> the land is basically a bog. It's a it's a swamp, and it's all quicksand, and you can't build on it. And he's like, God damn it! So it cost me a lot of money. He goes back to Freddy, and Freddy's just teasing him the entire time. Freddy is wonderful. He's just teasing him all the time, and he's like, but you know what, Margaret over there. She's got money. She can help me finance. and But he needs a little help. Basically, so, basically Freddie was just like, I wouldn't go down that road over there. That, that road is a danger. That, that road that, leads to quicksand. No, that road leads to a bitch. <laughs> That's basically how Freddie is when it comes um, to Margaret. <laughs> so then he goes to visit Psyche, who we saw recently. Uh, she is played by Janet Hubert. And I'm like, she looks very familiar. Where have I seen her from? Where have I seen her from? From the beginning of the movie. The yeah, episode. The episode. that's where you've seen her before. Uh, no, she is actually the original Vivian Banks from Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Uh, so I'm like, okay, Fresh Prince of Bel Air. We're not. They came out in 1990. So this episode airs before the uh, before Seinfeld, before Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Fresh, Fresh Prince of Bel Air came out in September. So this is right before, you know, she was filming both of them at the same time. Yeah, this is right before, you know. Becomes the shit gets big. Um, so she's like, I'm gonna give you a, a love potion. But they, they they allude that they had a thing in the past. Oh, yeah, they definitely allude that they are former lovers and that yeah. he screwed her over. Yeah. Might be how he got the hotel in the first place. Yes, that's what, that's what I was thinking. And uh, he's gonna do the same thing to her as, as to Mar- Margaret as he did to her. Minus the love potion. So she gives her a love potion. It was, it was him a love potion. And she's like, one drop. She becomes your wife. Two drops. She's yours for life. And then he kisses her, and she's like, "Get the off me!" No, no, no. She kisses she him. She kisses him, and he's like, "Get the get off me!" Um. So then, cut to Logan showing Margaret the blueprints, and you know the concept his, his, art, his plans yeah. for what he wants to do. And she's like, three rules of real estate is location, location, and location." And this is disgusting, disgusting, and disgusting. And then he's like, let me pour you a drink. And then he puts one drop in, and she drinks it. And she's like, oh, did it just get hot in here? And he's like, yeah, girl. And he kisses her, and she's like, nope. Slaps him and walks away. And it's like, that sucked. But he goes to bed. He goes to bed. It's okay. I, I do, I do like, I love his reaction. It's like, well, that wasn't going to plan. <laughs> oh, don't worry. He saves all of his best reactions for later in the episode. Um... So he's in bed, and then she just waltzes into to his window. She waltzes in, and she's like, she like, owns the joint. <clears throat> yeah, she's like, "Don't call me Margaret, call me Maggie." 
And then they definitely bone afterwards. Are you sure? Yes. And then I wrote in my notes, Psyche makes a voodoo thing. I don't know. She was lighting candles and it was it, like it, a little it, it, soap. It, it, it almost looked like voodoo dolls atop a wedding cake. Yeah, I was that's, like... That's what it kind of looked like. I was not understanding understand what she was doing. Either she was doing I, some evil shit. It was that's definitely, it was, it was definitely not well-intentioned. But it was just yeah. like... It was like, what is happening? Yeah. It's like, was, was she pushing him to do something not... Well, don't it, worry. Don't worry. He, he's a fucking moron. Oh, he's definitely a fucking moron. Because they get champagne and he basically pours the entire love potion in there. Oh, yeah. Like, I don't know. I don't know the, the, the mindset of... He already has her. Yeah. So I don't know the mindset one, of giving one her one. One for life, two for life. But he only needed for one. One, he, he one, only... one, one. one for her to marry him, two to be like basically infatuated for, him for life. But besides the entire fucking bottle, which means like complete and utter infatuation. Overload. Yeah. It's overload because she's like... Because she, what she, happens next, Wade? She's like... Um, she's like, did it get hot in here? And then, you know, she starts overdosing or she gets so hot, her heart explodes or something like that. And Freddie's like, did she ingest anything? He's like, no, she didn't ingest anything. And then she's like, tells him like, I love you forever and ever. Oh, dead. Very, uh, very unsettling when she's like, I love you forever and ever. And she's like, veins popping out. I was like, fuck, whoa, man. And she dies. And then cut to a casket lowering, classic Tales from the Crypt, just editing of just like funeral. Um, Wait a minute, a funeral in Tales from the Crypt? Yeah, I don't and think there's ever been a funeral. In Tales so from Logan the Crypt. gets very, uh, very physical and kind of very abusive to Psyche and blames her for Margaret's death. And then he returns to the grave all drunk. And then Maggie pops out from the grave ah and kisses him, and he's like, Jesus Christ. He goes full George McFly in Back to the Future. <laughs> like, damn it, Biff. Stop that. Um, he has great reactions. And she's like, oh, man. I broke a nail. And she's like, forget your nails. You're alive. And, yeah, yeah, and he- then I guess they fuck on her grave. I don't know. And then she makes some breakfast. Uh, and then he's like, it smells like something died in here. I don't smell anything, love. And she's like, and he's like, you look a little bit off. Like her, like her skin's kind of discolored a little bit. <clears throat> which, which in all honesty, at that point, her skin looked fine. Yeah. But no, you can say like there's a little redness in her, in her, in her forehead a little bit, but nothing like odd. The smell is more overtaking than her face. Yeah. But like, well, well at that this point, moment. Well, not that point that we would notice. Like personally, I was like watching it. I rewound it. It's like. Is there anything like she was playing with her skin? So I was watching it, trying to figure out yeah. like was like okay, is there any like makeup on her to make her look like starting to decay or anything? And I couldn't tell. Yeah. By that point, but um, so yeah, she makes some breakfast and it's like mm. she's like something's smelling, something's smelling, <clears throat> and then he's with Freddie and Freddie's like, "You look happy, Logan. Ha ha ha! What you doing?" She's like, "He's like." Bro, like, Margaret's alive. You're you a fucked up. You're a dummy. You're not a doctor. And he's like, I definitely am. She's pickled, dude. I embalmed her. And you're like, what, 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 what? But Logan's like, wait, what are you talking about? You definitely didn't. And then all of a sudden, she shows up and just straight up decapitates his ass. And then you see her face. And yeah. her face is just so rotted. And she's like, oh, I broke another nail. 
She's really trying to get some some fucking lines out there. You know, it's getting hot in here. Uh, Nellie's like, it is getting hot in here. And, um, you know, broken nail. Like, you're really trying to push some catchphrases, lady. You really want to get that merch in. <clears throat> and he grabs a gun. Shoots her down, but then she gets back up, and she's like, Logan, how could you? I just bought this dress. Very corny. Um, which, she, I, which didn't <clears throat> make me laugh. I was just like, oh no, her dress. And then she was like, I just bought this dress. I'm like, damn it. Yeah. <laughs> and then he runs away, and he runs in the woods, and then she really gets rotted throughout the woods. Oh yeah, th- throughout the line, I mean, like, her, she was like, oh, I'm trying to think, what, what zombie decay? Um... The bride zombie from Day of the Dead is. She, oh, okay. She was a little bit less rotted than that. Um, at this point, like she she was still like her cheeks weren't weren't that bad, but her forehead was. Yeah. Oh, she was like melting, almost like. Yeah. But by melting. the time she gets like through the woods, she's skeletonized. Almost, almost. She still has a little bit of like skin on her. Yeah, but she was like she was almost skeletonized by that point. Yeah. Um, and of course. They, she falls. He falls in the quicksand. Yeah, that's where she chases him to. Yeah, he falls in the quicksand, which is a nice little callback. Uh, and then she helps him out, but then he's like "fuck you" and kicks her into the fire and then into the quicksand. So she's burning her, like, burning desire, or burning passion, or something like that. I'm <clears throat> burning with passion for yeah. you. And then, oh. and then he kicks her, and then she falls in the quicksand. And she's like, "Not really burning with passion, like you know that famous yeah. like final line before you kill the monster." Uh, he goes back, gets a drink. Get strength on. Here's a hot knock on the door. Then Margaret busts through the window. And she's basically skull and some charred flesh. And he's like, no. No. Weird acting choice. I don't know. Yeah, it, it, <clears throat> it's by this point that... I, it's, I, he's hamming it up. I, I was like, there was another actor they could have definitely put in this role. Yeah. But I think he was busy. Eric Stoltz. No, not Eric. <laughs> I was thinking Bruce Campbell. Uh, okay, Bruce, that's good. I'll be good. Bruce Campbell would have been perfect for that role. He would have hammed it up so much. And the effects are great in this. That's why I'm so shocked yeah. that, he, that, that Charles did not do the effects because the effects and were we did, great. And we didn't look up who did the effects for yeah. this episode. Um, so I guess we're doing that right now. Yeah, so. I'm going to look up <clears> to see who did the effects because the that was like the one thing we didn't do was look up the effects for this yes. particular episode. Um. But Logan is like, I can't do this anymore. I'm going to take the easy way out. He drinks comically. It just says poison on yeah, the bottle. He takes some pills first, and then he drinks a whole bunch of yes. like liquid poison. Yeah, and then he has the best death reaction I have ever seen in a movie in a long time. He's just... Yeah, he just very gar- comical. Just gargles and goes... And he has one last gasp. And he dies. And then we're back to the ritual. I don't know... Is this a new ritual, or is this the ritual from the beginning? It's the ritual from the beginning. That's what it, I it, thought. It's basically, it's just a, a turnaround. Yes. Um, Psyche is with Logan, who is tied to the bed. And he's revived! He didn't die! And Psyche's like, nah, bruh. You ain't taking the easy way out. And then she's like, I got a guest for you. Which is technically guests, because it's revealed that Freddy is alive, but his head, well, his head's alive. And he's like, I'd always said that you'd get ahead, Logan. Ha, ha, ha. And he's like, wouldn't it be pissed off if, you know, he got decapitated? But also, now Margaret is just skull. <laughs> yeah, she's I'm just sorry, scared. skull and rotting tongue. Yeah, just. Which is the grossest looking tongue I have ever seen. She goes into French him. He's like, no! Cut. 
That's the end of the episode. We get to the closing segment. Well, Psyche can work that old black magic on me anytime she wants. And how about Maggie? Girls like that are pretty hard to dig up. Anyway, looks like poor old Logan's got himself a zombie. I think I'll have one too. That's the end of the episode. Did you find anything, Gary? Yep, uh, one of the special effect artists, uh, he had passed away in 99. His name was Richard Albane. He did another episode of Tales from the Crypt, Three's a Crowd. Oh, that's Previous coming up. Um, he also did special effects, mechanical effects on Nightmare on Elm Street 2, Lost in America, nice. Get Crazy, Blood Tide, Zapped. Nice. Uh, Bog, that's a really old one. Let's see, New York, New York, Shadow of the Hawk, Death Machines, Giant Spider Invasion. That's a Bas- fun one. Basically, Nightmare on Elm Street Part 2. <laughs> that, that's his big one. Three Ninjas Kick Back. Oh, shit. <clears throat> Let's look at the other two big uh, special effect people really quick. Hold on, hold on. See the magic, ladies and gentlemen. That's how the donuts are made. Oh, yeah. Okay, go back and forth. All right, special effects. One of the other ones, Terry Erickson, who did special effects for Con Air, Charlie's Angels, 24, Ocean's 12, Monkey Bone. Oh, Monkey Bone. Basketball. Hell yeah, Basketball. X-Files, movie. That's fart. Uh-huh. Spy Hard. Oh, God. Double Dragon. Oh, God. Clear and Present Danger. Super Mario Brothers. Oh, God. Well, I kind of like the design of the Super Mario Brothers. Yeah, he, if you took it out of, like, it's not the video game, the, the Goombas are cool looking. Yeah. He did three episodes of Tales from the Crypt, Till Death, Three's a Crowd, and The Thing from the Grave. So the next three. Yeah. So the next three after, the next two after this episode. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, so those are the, the two big guys who did the special effects. There you go. We got it for you guys. We delivered it to you. Let's yeah. see on the episode. Um, Verdict-wise, it's fine. It's not a great episode. It's not the worst. It's not. We've seen worse already. Collection completed. Um, <laughs> it's not the worst episode you'll see, but it's very forgettable. Like if you look at the echelon of Tales from the Crypt, especially season two, definitely bottom of the barrel in my opinion. Just like not really uh, memorable. Outside of the fact of who directed the episode and his talent, that was kind of wasted on special effects not doing it here and putting it on an episode such yeah. as The Switch. Yeah. It's just, I don't know. I felt very, eh, about the episode. It's very in the middle. 2.5 out of 5. Very average in the middle for me. Not really. Yeah, it would be like 2.5 to... It, it'd be like 3 for writing. The The casting of Margaret was fine. There's a... <clears throat> she, did, she did fine for that. The casting of Freddy was fine. The casting of... Um, the voodoo priestess was fine. The casting of the main character was like, eh. And there's already enough. We haven't done it yet, but there's a future Tales from the Crypt episode that deals with a love, po- love potion that's done better. Oh yeah, that's another one of my personal favorites. That's like, one that you put in your top five. Yeah, like that's gonna be next. That's next season though. But it involves a love potion, and I feel like it does it better than this one. This yeah. one feels very like eh, I don't know. Yeah, that, that's a that's 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 one that I actually I thought always, was. Uh, I always get this confused with the one with Whoopi Goldberg. <laughs> oh, and man. I think I think well, I think who else is in that? I don't know. James Ramar, I think, is in that. I don't know. I like James Ramar, but I hate Whoopi. So yeah, so I don't know. This episode is fine. Um, 
not as good as the past few episodes. The last three episodes we've done are great episodes. This yeah. one's fine. The next two are pretty good too. Um, but next week's episode is cutting. It was um, three's a crowd. Um, before we go into that, do you have anything to plug? Oh, of course, youtube.com slash makers productions for B-Movie Dan, which we do. Also, these episodes, Tales of the Podcast, are slowly being put onto the YouTube as well. On the YouTube? On the YouTube. Well, uh, let's see. What was the last episode of B-Movie Dan we did? Was Space Truckers. You did. That, that's, the, that's the next one that should be going up, Space Truckers. Yeah. Um, Out, outside of that, check out, you know, our shorts and not the shorts that we're wearing right now, but our short films that we've worked on. Laugh Till You Die. Even check out Amethyst if you want to see me be awkward on the other side of a camera. If you want to see me, if you want to see something I'm not really going to show off to the world, watch Amethyst. And the chair. Watch the chair, too. Oh, the chair's always a fun one. Yeah. Especially when you know that it was a fucking disaster to make. And you see, oh, we made it. We made it. It was the first thing we ever made. We did it. And new stuff we're working on. We're working on a lot of new stuff. Uh, it's getting there. That's why there's been delays on... <clears throat> podcasting, delaying delays on videos, because we're working on other stuff that we want to show you guys. So, um, and of course, this podcast, you want to give us a five-star review, just so you can tell your friends about us, because we're we're still growing as a podcast, and I know Tales and, from the Crypt... And as human beings. And I know Tales from the Crypt is not streaming anywhere. It, it, a lot of the episodes are on YouTube, guys. You can watch on YouTube. Um, However, it's it's just not. Or buy the set, or buy the set. Jesus Christ, they're not they're not that expensive. They're not out of print, are they? I don't know if they're not out of print or not, but I know there's a lot of fakes out there nowadays. Yeah, especially now. So you know, tell your friends about this podcast. It's growing, but uh, I want it to be bigger. I want Fangoria being like, "We love your podcast." I want Shutter to be like, "Hey, we love your podcast." They're not going to do that, but we want them to do it. Screw it, screw it. That's what we want. So, next week we're doing Three's a Crowd with Diana Koch returning. And then after that we are doing The Thing from the Grave with Scott Yoakum. And those are the next two weeks for you guys. So, until next time, kitties! Kitties!